That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. I had to put a ding, ding. extra long that this time. You were way, way ahead that uh, time. Too. I'm sorry. I was excited. I had to do an extra long that just because we haven't been here in so long, but it's good to be back with all of you today. We're here. It has indeed started, and we're ready to talk about a lot of crap. So I hope uh, I hope you guys are in the mood to talk tonight because we certainly are. We're going to be very chatty. Again, we apologize for missing last week. Chatty but... Cathy's. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Yes. No, apologize yeah. for all that. Right. With that. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. Oh, sorry. Ding, ding. There you go. That was your cue there. Yes. And with me, as always, is the wonderful and indelible Rue. How are you tonight, Rue? I'm good. My lip's bleeding a little. I'm just going to be... Sucking on some gauze every once in a while, if that's all right. Okay, do that. Yeah. yeah, just make sure you make sure you take care of it. We don't want any incidents. You ever do the thing where you hit your lip on your teeth and it hurts and you bleed? I'm doing that right Not now. Not really. No, nope, I don't am think playing I... hurt. You know what that? You nope. know what they call that? Linsanity. That is Linsanity. That's Linsanity. Yes. Folks, I hope you're getting an appreciation for the level of pure ridiculousness that is to that is that is coming here tonight on this show because we have a lot of pent-up energy we haven't talked to you in a while if any of you were here two weeks ago i actually just launched the uh the channel and just answered questions for about an hour so you know what insane we got to get this thing going i'm ready we're we're pumped there's a lot of news to talk about a lot of things we got going on Mm -hmm. great topic tonight because we're going to talk about the end of video games as we know it, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, you know kind of what, what that what that holds for video games future. So, lots to get to. You're a big part of it. Let's get this puppy started. What do you say? Boom. Yeah. Let me tell you this, folks. Too as always, we're going to do a little news and notes, little T and B, as we call it, tids and bits. There you go. Right off the right off the bat, we're going to do a little little uh, a news for you. Things we think you should know, and we'll talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It might or might not have anything to do with an upcoming console that might or might not have been announced mere hours ago. In any case, in the second part of the show, we will actually do the conversation about the end of video games as we know it. And then we'll go into the third part of the show, which people tell me is their favorite part of the show. I don't know if that's still a consistent thing that happens, but we are actually going to do a question and answer portion of the program. That means you can actually ask us questions. And if we find them worthy, which most of them, let's face it, at this point, we really do find them worthy. Yeah, we'll I mean, pretty much just, whatever. Yeah, we're pretty, I mean, I don't really care. Because it doesn't have to be about video games, folks. It doesn't have to be about the topic du jour. It could be about anything. You need some dating advice? Questions. Do what? Need some dating advice? Don't ask Commodore. What? What? Who said I that? I think my dating so, advice is great. So Thank you. Stuff. I, I happen to like my dating advice. In any case, if you have questions about dating advice, the topic du jour, or anything else that, that floats your fancy, please just click my name. That is Commodore128. <laughs> You'll see it right there oh, yeah. in the chat. Just click on my name in the upper right-hand corner and click PM. That stands for private message and send me your question. I have questions a question. that get fielded into the chat generally will not be answered. Okay. Yes, you have a question? Then you should PM it to me. Oh. All right. You gonna PM it to me? Yes. Your PM hasn't come through yet. Damn it. I'm just gonna pretend that you didn't ask a question, which is what we're gonna do when people say they have a question and don't PM me with questions. So folks, here's the other thing. You don't have to wait for the Q and A part of the show to send me your questions. You can do it at any time. 
So if you've got a question right now or questions arise during the course of the show, please, please send them to me. All right. With that, let's get into a little T and B, shall Finally, we? The T and B. The T and B. That's your that's your favorite part. Of the show, I mean. Yeah, oh oh that, yes. Yes, yes. You like you like the T and B. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> it just gets dirtier and dirtier every time I say it. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's let's. Um, we thought long and hard, folks, about what kind of news we could talk about today, and there are lots of things going on. But at the end of the day, who really wants to talk about anything but the fact that the PS4 was announced mere hours ago here on the East Coast, three hours ago? I know Twitter doesn't. Twitter, yeah. Twitter could not care any less that anything is going on besides the PS4. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so let's chat about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Number so, one. So what do we know? Uh, we know that the PS4 is going to be launched this holiday season, which, which we pretty much already knew before. Yeah. Uh, but before you go on, let me throw yeah. one at you. Okay. Can we just go ahead and assume foregone conclusion that the next Xbox, whatever the hell it's going to be called, is also going to launch this holiday season? Durango, yes. I think that has been confirmed as well. Okay. Has it actually been confirmed? I'm it has sad. been confirmed that it, is, it will sell this holiday season. Oh, the, okay. the, the problem is we don't know the name yet. But we will or anything else. in the month of March. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Well, good. I'm, it probably won't be called Durango. I'm, I just use I that know, as a it's, it's probably not. I mean, if they call it Durango, that would just be a complete non sequitur. You go from the Xbox to the Xbox 360 to Durango. Durango. Yeah. You're right. It's, it's, into town. It's, yeah, exactly. And it sounds like the... the Sounds like the name of a, you know, of an SUV or something. In any case, Actually, I think it um, all right, so what else do we know about the PS3? The PS4, sorry. <laughs> oh, we know Freudian slip. Wait, what? I don't really know what we know about the PS3 either. PS4. Um, Eight gigabytes of We know it's going to have a new controller. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, new-ish. Which is the only thing we've seen to this point. That's so true. The only thing we've really seen to this point is the new controller. That is true. Which has a touchpad. We also have seen that the PS4 will have a Kinect 3D camera sensor that does exactly the same thing, hopefully, I think, as the, or at least is in the same idea as the Xbox right, 360. Right. Um, so that that's pretty much, oh, the other thing that we know is that there will be, okay, two things. One, the PlayStation is definitely created to be the center of your living room experience and not just a gamer platform. But they've been saying this since the PS2. Of course. That's what I say. Not really new, but we know that now. Number two is that there will be a new service that is created called PlayStation Cloud. PlayStation Cloud. So in case your cloud terminology had not been grossly overused to this point, Sony has jumped in with both feet. So now they have PlayStation Cloud, they got all the with which you will not only be able to save your games, which is not very exciting, where you'll be <laughs> able to share your saved games, potentially, where you'll be able to do all kinds of things like share stuff and things. But you will also be able to, because, because Sony bought Gaikai a few months ago, you'll actually be able to stream PlayStation 3 games, PlayStation 2 games, and PlayStation 1 games via Gaikai. Okay, here we go. I, I've got uh, I got a nice little picture for anyone who hasn't seen the controller yet. There you go. It's, there you go. It's beautiful. It's got it's got buttons. Hey, it beats the hell out of the Batarang. 
that was awful. No, that was awful, which is why they never launched it. But yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> are we even looking at the chat? Well, we are no. now. Damn no. it. No, the only thing I'm looking at, the only thing I'm interested in is uh, is questions, which I'm getting a deluge of. So you guys clearly listening to what we're saying. <laughs> in any case, um, yeah, so that's what we know. So your reaction? The control sticks do look comfortable. <laughs> that, that is, I would say that about sums up the entirety of the PlayStation briefing. Let, 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 me, let me just jump in here. I find this event to be extremely underwhelming for a console launch. I just well, find it underwhelming. Okay, maybe this is a bad comparison to make, but it's not like the Wii U's launch was all that overwhelming either. At, at E3. Launch, launch is different than announcement. I mean, this isn't the launch. No, it's the announcement. That's what I mean. The announcement I mean, was... The official announcement, announcement. I mean, remember back in the day... I tweeted this just a little while ago. Remember when Jay Allard is sitting on a spinning freaking stage and he's got like a white suit on and he's got a headset and he jumps up and tells us about the Xbox? Mm -hmm. How freaking awesome was that? Okay, it was awesome. I think Space Screaming John has a very good point that was very, very good nicely segue pretty soon about, hey, maybe this means that the video game industry has crashed. Um, and that's why things are not as exciting anymore. Maybe we're you know, all it bitter. It could. Maybe we're just old and well, you're crotchety. Old and crotchety. Uh, that's possible. But I, I, you know, I just there wasn't a, okay. First of all, we didn't even see the hardware. Yeah, we don't I, even know what the system looks like. Honestly, okay. Bomb King has a good point. Why did they call this in the middle of February on a Wednesday? Doesn't that seem like a, to just show off the controller, basically, and you know, a little bit of specifics about things? Play, I don't. Think PlayStation Network's going to cost money now. Okay, that's exciting. Here's. I think they, they did a couple things that, that kind of Why? moved away from what they've done in, in the past. First of all, they didn't announce at E3. So at E3 now, they'll probably be able to announce, they'll probably actually show the system, right? So it'll so yes, we know a few more things about PS4, but now we'll probably actually see the PS4 circa E3, right? Mm -hmm. So now E3 isn't just about capabilities, it can actually be about a product announcement, which I think is a good thing, potentially. But this just felt kind of hollow. They had a lot of partners, a lot of cool things going on in terms of games. But nothing really tremendously exciting. I don't know if you want to play Diablo on your PS3 or PS4. Is that of any interest to you? Well, it depends if it's still completely crippled by DRM. Well, that's a... Well, of course it is, since it's cloud-enabled. Well, then no. Why would, why would that be alluring at all? Seriously. Is, is anyone allured by that? Ah, uh, um, anybody? I'm not. I, I got to tell you. So when I saw Blizzard get on the stage, <laughs> I don't think so. when I saw Blizzard get on the stage, I was stoked. You know why? Because I made a guess. I said the guess that I'm what I'm about to see is that we're going to be able to play World of Warcraft on the PS4. And why the hell not? Yeah. But they didn't do that. They said you can play Diablo 3. What? <sighs> I mean, the, the Blizzard representative who was up there, and I, and I apologize, I don't remember his name, might as well have been smoking a cigar and being like, none of you are going to freaking care about this at all, but here's what we're doing. Have a nice day. I mean, that, that really was the way the announcement played out. It was, he didn't have a smoking jacket, but he might as well have had it. I, I think, mean, it was just like, what? I think the term underwhelming pretty well does sum, sum it up, though. It's underwhelming. We haven't seen the system. We know nothing about what's going to happen. I mean, it's just... There's a lot of rumor. There's a lot of rumor about used games and all this other stuff that's 
completely unconfirmed. There's a lot more questions than there are answers, of course. Yep. But I don't know if anyone really expected much in the way of answers. Fair enough. I did. Maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. Well, I, I, I expected a product announcement. When you do a product announcement, you show the product. Not, you, not always. You, what are you talking? I mean, at least. Not everyone's Apple. Not everyone's like, here's our thing. Now go buy it. It's out right now. Oh, my God. You know. Well, App- Apple's a, a good of example of that. Apple's but my not point Apple anymore. Not Steve Jobs is gone. But you know. What well, uh, different story. I think that's probably true. But that's a different story <laughs> altogether. The issue that's is another podcast. So, the issue is, and it really is. So I'm actually going to write that down. <laughs> Ooh, the official clicky pen. This is my official Parker pen. <clears throat> All right, wrote that one down. Good, good. See, we're not we're not close to ideas, folks. You come up with ideas, you let me know what you want to see here on the show. This is interactive, right? This is, this is a big interactive show. You tell me what you want to see, you're going to see it. All right. Um, let me let me jump into something else. All right, forget the underwhelming nature of this. I think that's un, undebatable. Let's let let me let me ask you this question. It's undebatable a word. Sorry, go ahead. Indebatable. I think that's a debatable assertion. Okay. I'm just going to leave that alone. Because <laughs> it really wasn't an assertion as much as it was an assertion. But that's okay. Same thing. The no, it's not. It the totally I don't think assertion is a word. Is anyway, a word. so the point is, I it up. well, assertion is a word, but it is not a. Well, anyway, it's a different story. Okay, it's a different figure of speech. All right, so or uh, yeah, whatever. So the point is, here's what we do know mm-hmm. about the PS3. It is based largely as a kind of next generation PC experience, which is not too far off considering it's based on an x86 processor. The one thing we feel very, 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 very confident about is that Durango, whatever the next Xbox will be called, will also be x86-based. In other words, it will be based on the same CPU architecture that all of your PCs or all of your Macs are based on. Okay? Mm. This leads me to think about something kind of outside the box, and that is how long is it? until somebody just hacks the crap out of this thing. Because now that you have an x86 architecture, basically you just have a floating PC out there that you can do whatever the heck you want with. For, for, if you could, ju- you could hack into it, you could make it do whatever you wanted to. Like say, I don't know, play your native PS1 discs through an emulator. Why would they want, well, okay, yes, good point. Uh, or, your, or your PS2 disc through an emulator. Just to back up real quick though, for people who may not know in the chat, what does an x86 architecture mean? Wow, that is a tough one. x86 is an Intel innovated architecture that's been around for about for 30 ever. years now. Yes. Yep. And it is basically a set of instructions that allows a processor to communicate with hardware. Okay. And so the, the PS3 was based on a completely different architecture that was brand new and very immensely powerful, but largely untapped called the cell the process, cell, yeah. which was one of the reasons why they had a tremendous number of problems mm-hmm. because the cell architecture was exceedingly difficult to program for. I've actually talked to um, people who program video games for the consoles and they will attest to that, definitely. Now, and ironically let- enough, they say the same about the Wii U. Which is funny, because to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But Exactly. No. And, and, and that's, I think that could be another topic as well. My issue is this. If, if these consoles are going to be x86 boxes, then what are they but, re, but 
just exceptionally powerful PCs that connect to your TV. Sub question, how long is it till somebody hacks that thing and gets inside of it and then turns it to whatever they want to? You could run Windows, you could run Mac OS 10, you could run whatever, you could run Ubuntu, you could run whatever you wanted to because the processor is x86 based. And that's part of the reason why the X, original Xbox was so eminently hackable, correct? Um, no. No? None of those are x86 based. Oh, really? Uh, they're all ba the operating system on both the 360 and on the original Xbox were Linux based, and they, that's operating system based. That's, that has nothing to do with the processor. But the processors were, I believe, power PC architecture. Not sure about that. Someone in the chat wants to yeah. pop in with that or pipe up with that. That'd be good too. Yeah, if you want to let us know, I actually don't know the the uh, architecture of the original Xbox or the. 360. I know the 360 is not x86 based. In any case, anyway, the point is there were several different architectures that were very easy to program for. x86 is the largest used architecture in the world. Mm -hmm. As I say, Macs used to be PowerPC based. Now they're all, forget what you think about PowerPC or anything else, they're all based on the x86 architecture now. Mm -hmm. so, Almost every computer in the world on a consumer level and on a server level, folks, is x86 based. To me, that means you're just ticking away a time bomb for when somebody hacks that thing and starts putting whatever kind of apps they want to on it. Because if you can open that x86 architecture, all you've got is a really, really cheap PC. Prawn. Whatever the heck you want to do, right? Like a Steambox, as Commander Beta says. Hey, well, you know what a Steambox is? A Steambox is actually a very stripped down PC that does... Very, very little. That's why I'm very confused games. about the, the potential success of that, or not potential. Anyway, that's not well, a topic completely. This is a perfect segue into our topic du jour. So that if we're done is. before, true story. And we can jump into this little Steambox talk. Why don't, you, why don't you give your final 50 words or less roundup of the PS4? What we know what of it so far. What do you think? Meh. All right. Underwhelming. Uh, I don't. Sony needs a, a, a big boost to uh, get ahead this generation or they might be done. I don't know if this is it, but that's mostly because we don't know a lot about it. Um, if right. any of the horrible rumors come true about, um, you know, not being able to play used games, downloadable only games type things like that. That's. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. That could be really bad. To put it mildly. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think, you know, from my perspective, I think we don't know a whole lot yet still about the PS4, even though they've had a product announcement, which blows my mind. <laughs> but more than that, I think the idea of having a PS4 that is really, by the way, one of the things we didn't mention is that all the games that were demoed really didn't look substantially better. Yeah. Slash well, are going to be are going to be simultaneously released for PS3 at the exact same time. And that's part of the diminishing returns that we're seeing. But some of the games that were announced, Knack, Killzone, Shadowfall, Drive Club, Infamous, Second Son, and Deep Down, Diablo 3, as we said. Diablo 3. And a new yeah. Final Fantasy coming this year, E3. Which, that's another completely different topic about whether everyone, anyone really gives a crap about that. But anyway. 
That one had to be the worst announcement I saw during the entire event. Guys, that will be on YouTube very shortly. Go look that one up. It's absolutely hilarious. You have the guy that's that's responsible for all of Final Fantasy for Square Enix, and he comes out, and he's he's doing a just a, a, a yeoman's job of trying to speak English. But God help him. He just can't do it very well. A yeoman's job? He does. He he's working very, very, very diligently. He just walks right up very meekly. He's just trying his best to read the teleprompter as best he can. Maybe it's just maybe he's just trying to sound out the words phonetically. I don't know. God, but what he says makes no sense. Not In any just... case, he just goes, Okay. And we're going to be making a Final Fantasy for PlayStation 4. <laughs> so y'all hit me back. See you later. And you know, it was just like, what? And and Joe Fo says that this is what I was saying before is that I I don't know. I got to think that if the uh, used game potentially not being able to play used games on the system rumor is true, that might be a deal breaker for a lot of people. And yeah, but folks, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm know. saying. Steam then faith. again does keep the faith. Well. You want to know why you got to keep the faith? Because even if that comes out. Like I said, it's an x86 architecture. How long is it going to be before somebody hacks into this yeah, thing and but, says, hey, here, Mr. Game System, play Mr. Game, regardless of its source. The, and problem, the problem is it's a niche. that's a niche thing. People aren't going to buy that in droves to do that. It is. Anyway. I disagree. And by the way, Red Mage, thank you. It looks like the, it, it looks like my suspicions were correct. The original Xbox was, a, was an altered Pentium 3, which would be a customized version of an x86 architecture, which might be one of the reasons why it's so freaking hackable. So you were absolutely right. Yeah. My guess 360 right. is a different story because 360 ran in a hypervisor that was, you know, everything ran basically in a virtualized environment. It's kind of a weird abstraction. Anyway. Anyway. The point is, let's move on to the, to the topic du jour now that we have totally mm -hmm. run into the ground the conversation about the PS4. The soup of the day. I'll have that. I'll have that. Um... So, I don't know. You, you, you this, this, this topic came to me as I read an article mm -hmm. on Polygon, which you linked on the website. I and did. If you it, just go to clanofthegraywolf.com. Check out this particular post. You this will see. The thing under us talking right now. You'll see boom. Yes. It's just that simple. Click on that. It's a great article. I think, um, it, you know, it, it, it's got Polygon a lot of meat to it. got a lot of things going on with it. But basically, the summation is this. January of 2013 was one of the worst months in video gaming, at least for what we think of as video gaming in terms of consoles, PCs, the zeitgeist of video gaming. That has happened in a very, very, very long time. Okay? It was, it was rife with closures of studios, with pitiful numbers in terms of sales. You had one of the bastions of video gaming in Nintendo having an incredibly poor time. All with, these things happening simultaneously. With Wii U. With Wii U, which is their, their bread and butter new console. Sure. So the question became that that article asked, is, is this the end of, of, of video gaming as we know it? Mm -hmm. And is that a bad thing? And, and Nino Cooney is accepted. I think everyone's saying that's probably... RPG of the year material right there, but still. Boom. That's one. That's one thing. Yep. Other than that, it's bad. I think I think what uh, Connor was trying to say here is that the video game industry in general is having a rough time right now. A rough go of being profitable, being successful. 
would you say across all sectors? Even I think even I think even like mobile app gaming has come to the point where the gold rush might be over, and especially for fly by night type places uh, companies like um, Zynga. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Zynga's not fly by night. If you say if you mean fly by night, you mean people that are like making apps in their garage. No, by fly by night I mean like they are here one minute with something that they of shoddy ish. Uh, workmanship, and then they kind of peter out. Man, you and I have very different definitions of that uh, little figure of speech. All right, what in does fly case, by night mean, people? Yeah, in any in any case, it doesn't matter. It's okay. Um, fly by night. What I think what I think is interesting, though, is that you have. I, I don't think there was a there was a kind of. The gold rush it might very well be over. I think you're absolutely right about that. But I think it is for the developers that are just kind of conking in and out, right? Um, it's, you know, the ones that just kind of come in, make a game that is crappy. I don't know if you saw the Chubby Checker um, lawsuit against HP because there is an app out there that's called Chubby Checker, which checks your chubby. It allows you to, to dick size measuring. Anyway, oh. yeah, it's the chubby checker, right? I see okay. what you're saying, yes. Yep. So, well, by he's the way, I think the, I fixed myself. But, but, yeah, but those kinds of apps, by the way, it had like 84 downloads by the time of the lawsuit. In any case, if you look at those kinds of things, I think that stuff is over. But you still have, I still think you have a golden age of gaming in the mobile space because you the, the, the casual game is more popular than ever. You have the launch of Angry Birds Star Wars, which is an awesome game, by the way. You have the launch of... Um, what, hold uh, on one second. I, I, think, I think Daria is a little confused. Uh, okay. Because we're not saying that gaming is over because PS4 was announced. That was the news section. Oh, no. no that's this is completely different. That's the T&B. <laughs> we left the T&B behind. We segued. Yes. Um, and it's not yeah. just the video games. It's just the video game industry... What, what Commodore is saying in a very long-winded ma- fashion, which he normally does, yes. is yes. that the video game industry is undercoming, undergoing a bit of a paradigm shift. And you can see that in the way a lot of companies have been struggling lately. A lot of companies have been laying off people and shuttering their doors right? as of late, um, publishing houses. Um, but the exception is a lot of companies that are doing very well, and that's my point. And there are a lot of companies <sighs> doing very, very well in all of these spaces, Dirty consoles, guy. PC, and mobile, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is, have we kind of, you know, honed in on that few, you know, folks that are like niche gaming companies, the bungees of the world, the blizzards of the world, and that's that, right? Well, Blizzard's doing all right. Some might Blizzard's printing money. Well, sure, but that's because of WoW, still. I didn't say why. I said they're printing money. Okay, but the thing is, is that... It's like, what have you done for me lately? Diablo 3, I think most people will say, was kind of a disaster. I mean... I think Diablo 3 was kind of a... <laughs> was kind of a disaster. I'll yeah, agree. I mean... <clears throat> the the launch failed. The, you know, the... Yeah. The, the multiplayer is kind of effed, and, and that really directly affects the... <laughs> you know, directly affects the single-player experience. So, yeah, I, I would call that a disaster. Right. So... So, yeah, I don't know if they could really be put up as a paradigm of a company that's doing well. Even Nintendo, 
they're doing pretty well with the with the 3ds now yep now they had a really rocky start but balancing that out the wii u is having a terrible first few months it's like games it's, it's like i think it's less than gamecube levels of sales uh um, yeah it's bad it's real bad yeah i think chris kohler was talking about this fairly recently and when he said that i was like oh that is bad yes um so when the PS4 or the Durango come out, do we expect much more out of that? I, you know, because of the PS4 announcement we just saw, I don't. Because if, if every game you're going to be launching is going to be launched simultaneously for the PS3, then why in the world would I buy a PS4? And that's a good point. And people, I, I, I can't, yeah, I can't see any kind of launch point for me to go. Oh yeah, I'll go buy a PS4. That that makes total sense. And people are saying right now in the chat that the Wii U doesn't have great games, and I think that's fair enough to say. It, yep. it's a launch system, and it's a recently launched system, and a lot of those don't generally have great games to begin with. I mean, it has some good games, but it's definitely a dearth lately. Yep. And there's been not much coming on the horizon, basically. So. Yeah, the pipeline is, is slim. Now, why is that? Is that because of the Wii U or is that because of console gaming in general? Well, I would say that's very poor planning by Nintendo. Well. But beyond beyond making horrible business mistakes, which is what Nintendo is really known for. Oh, um, oh, that's low blow. Come on. No, but I mean. They so only made their first like loss in, no. in recent history last year. No, no. Yes. No, listen, yes. listen, no, listen, listen, yes. listen, this just I want you I want you to try your hardest to do something I know you can't do, no. which is to to turn off the inner fanboy and embrace reality. And reality is that Nintendo's made a couple of very, very good decisions in the midst of a sea, a veritable sea of terrible decisions. One word that should be two. Virtual boy. Game over. Oh, come on. Come that, on. That is unfair. Game Boy, Virtual Boy more typifies the decisions of Nintendo than the Wii does. And you cannot argue that. Yeah, you can. How? NES, Super Nintendo, uh, Game Boy. I'm not, I'm not talking about just a hardware platform. I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about the way that they've implemented their... <laughs> See, they're, that's the next word. The next word I would say is, is Pokemon. Pokemon is absolutely at the core of what I'm talking about. Pokemon is the only thing that kept Nintendo going for about 10 years because of all the terrible business decisions they made. More like eight years. Eight years because <laughs> of all the terrible business decisions they made. The only thing that kept them afloat was Pokemon. I rest my case. Thank you for making my point. This is not a treatise on the, on the, on the life of Nintendo. However, it is, as you, do, as you absolutely correctly Tangent. put it, does this mean... That video gaming is dead as we know it. And and one of the things to look at is a bastion of the old school of video gaming and Nintendo and see that they're having a very, very difficult time, which is undeniable. True. If they're having a tough time, then maybe video gaming is having a tough time. Fair enough. <laughs> I think video gaming is probably in a little bit of a crisis mode right now, to be fair. I think it's in a little bit of a crisis mode. Well, is it in free fall? Absolutely not. No, people no. are definitely playing video games. The question is, oh, yeah. where is that money going? Because there's a lot of old development houses and new development houses that are going out of business. Companies... THQ's gone. Yeah. Uh, Gas-powered games is gone. 
You have a bunch of studio closures happening. Atari again. Uh, well, the whole story. Atari. Of, I mean, Atari and and Atari is not the Atari of old. It's actually Infograms, but that's a completely different story. Regardless. Story. Yeah. Uh, maybe the name Atari is just bad luck at this point, but. Yep. <sighs> um, but yeah, there's a lot going on that's bad right now in the video game industry. So we were, talking, yep. we were talking about this before I wanted to bring this up. Yep. Cause I think you maintain as so many do that the reason for this is the rise of mobile phone, mobile gaming. Did I say gas powered? I didn't mean gas powered. I meant, um, anyway, uh, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind. Go ahead. You're thinking, well, that's a good place to think. Um, yeah, but, uh, okay. What am I thinking of, guys? It's not gas-powered. Anyway, go ahead. I'm surprised, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I'm surprised go. the looking nights is not gone yet. Yep, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. So you think, it's, it's, you think that the, birth, or the rise of mobile gaming has a lot to do with that, why people aren't going to, to traditional well, consoles anymore? Certainly, that's certainly one of the reasons that Michael Pector points to in the article. But um, I don't know that I'm willing to Gaslight. go there. I, I think it plays a part in all of this. I don't think it is the cause of it. Pector says, I think it, it sits at the heart of it. I'm not really sure I can go there yet. I just happen to think we're also in a, we're also in a, in a, in a pretty bad economy last I checked, at least in this country. I, th right? I, thought, I thought we were out of it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's all over. Everything's great. Everyone's, just, everyone's got a job and, and everything's fantastic. No, we're in, a, we're, we're in a very, very difficult economy. And in, 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 in a difficult economy, it is very difficult to maintain profitability. Okay. Right? <laughs> yes. yes. So I was thinking gas power games, but they didn't close. They're just near, they're on the brink of extinction. Right. right. Okay. So I, I, I maintain my gas power games comment. Go ahead. What are you drinking? What does that matter? Is it scotch? It's scotch, isn't it? No, there's no scotch. Okay. Uh, people. Go ahead. Yeah. Actually, it's not. Uh... <laughs> That's not scotch. It's a liqueur. Anyway, go ahead. The yeah. problem is I have with mobile gaming i don't think it's cannibalizing much of anything and i always kind of was confused by people who like michael pactor who well i'm confused by a lot of things michael pactor says but uh people that say people that say that oh it's cannibalizing you know people no one's gonna buy a, a wii u now because they can play angry birds on their iphone what that doesn't make any sense to me i mean yeah you could buy you can buy angry birds i think on a 3ds or something like that or a ds which sounds so stupid but completely agree for a yep. much inflated price but the point is, is that it's completely different things you know uh, you you play a wii u maybe well actually okay maybe wii U is not the best example you play a i console. think yeah I, I think you're i think you're you got apples and oranges going on here but you play ahead. a console to sit down and play something like a nino kuni that's something that you can sit down and enjoy for like a 60 hour stretch or whatever right or or a zombie U, or a Super Mario Brothers Wii U that you know get a bunch of people together and you can play it and blah blah blah. blah. It's a lot of fun. Or you can play Temple Run. Yeah, you don't yeah. you don't play that on your console. You don't no, play you games don't. like you don't you don't pick you up don't. and play these games. The, the attention span required for a mobile game is like five seconds. For a console game, but, it's much more. But when There's, you have free that's time. apples and oranges. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. But but my point is, I, I think what Pector's pointing to, Pector is pointing to, is more kind of generally the idea that the mind share of people is in mobile gaming versus console gaming now. And I think that's absolutely true. <laughs> when people have a free minute, 
what they're thinking of is how can I pull up my iPad, my iPhone, my Android device and play blah, blah, blah. Not, hey, I'll go sit on the couch in front of my TV and play my console. And I think that's the point he's trying to make. Not that these things are necessarily, you know, directly opposed to each other or mutually exclusive. It's, or not that somebody's hanging up the, the, the Wii controller in order to go play their iPhone, but that it's kind of an unintended consequence because what's top of mind is the mobile device and not the console or the PC. And I think he's right about that. Well, you can see that obviously, very obviously with the Wii U in how it's integrated with a touchscreen and things like that. So, you know, this pad you can take with you a certain number of feet away, play it on the toilet maybe, depending on where that is. Yeah. <sighs> Anywhere and everywhere, right? So is that a good thing or is that a dead end? Is that kind of like the 3D on the 3DS that Nintendo doesn't even like to talk about anymore? So that's, that's, where, this, that's where this whole argument goes, right? Because the, the end of that article, and indeed Michael Pachter's inevitable point to this, is that this is a good thing for the video game industry. Not a bad thing. It's a good thing because it kind of weeds out the garbage that's been building up in the video game world for a long time and focuses instead on the cream of the crop which are really, really well-made systems. And by systems, I don't mean consoles. I mean systems of play, for example, and also games that work within those systems. And you know what? I have to agree. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not very well-versed right now in the uh, Beyond Two Souls game or or you know what's coming out for that and and all and everything that's happened but the creator of that game beyond two souls recently had a very similar point i think even though he's talking about something completely different which is that the video game industry is all about repetition and it is all about at this point sequels maintaining franchises more than it is about kind of innovating and making new concepts and new experiences, right? Right. And that as we shift our focus into new experiences, fewer people are going to be making the, the big bucks. Well, it's the same, that's a good thing. This is the same thing with movies. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Just a huge number of sequels. Be, and because – and I okay, here's part of the problem, I think. Okay. When you have these new consoles yeah. that are – because even with the x86 architecture for ps4 and, and durango it yep. takes a lot to develop a truly impressive game you know for these things it the, does the days of the garage programmer for for uh the most part are over obviously there are examples of indie games that do fairly well and at least one or two that do phenomenally well like minecraft um, but most are, even if they do really well, it's more on the order of something like a to the moon. That is, you got a really ugly yeah. look on your face. Um, well, I just, I, I'm but not, the fact I'm that not indie, sure I follow. Go ahead. Keep going. My Go point ahead. is I'm on a tangent. Indie yeah. games are kind of their own thing. If you're going to make a big triple a title that costs a lot of money, that's up to the point where it costs a lot of money to make a movie nowadays. If you're yeah. getting big stars and going all out with budget and effects and blah, 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 blah. Yep. So publishing houses are if you have some new quirky title that is going to cost $10 million to make look good on a PS4 or you got yep. the next Tomb Raider 18, this time it's personal, which one are you going to throw your money at? Well, By the way, the Tomb Raider does look very, very good, but go ahead. Yeah. Regardless, 
it'll probably be forgotten in five years. My point I'm is, sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> and also, too, the moon is great. You should all go get it right now. I've been trying to get this guy to buy it. I tried. Like Steam let me down. Yeah. Steam totally let me down. So, First time ever, but Steam let me down. So that's why you're seeing more and more, I think, a, a kind of a... What's the word I'm looking for? Publishing houses are... are you know, kind of circling the wagons because it is a tight economy and they're only throwing money at very few projects that they think are going to do really well because they're sequels or so forth. And a the, lot of the those, guaranteed thing, yeah, the guaranteed the thing, thing is, versus the, 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 you know, the, the kind of avant-garde. The, yeah. But the problem is the way we do things. the problem is that the, the guaranteed thing is no guaranteed thing. And then when that no, fails, you have things like THQ going out of business, which is, that's big, you know, stuff like that. And they're, the, uh, we, we already went, that's not the only one. No, it's not. So, I, you know, I think I agree with that's, with, I think, with, one of the big problem with the, the very complicated consoles we have nowadays. I, I agree with all that. The only thing I, I disagree with is that the golden age of the garage gamer might be gone. Yes, the golden age is gone. But I think you could easily see, you know, I mean, Temple Run is a great example. I think there are there are some really great concepts that get created through gaming and it's more accessible now than it ever has been. Because maybe I can't say more than it's ever has been. That that's a that's an overstatement, but very very accessible because of the fact that you can create a game for something like XBLA, for example. That is now XBLA is probably the worst of the of the three because of the mag, because of the draconic rules you have to follow, so on and so forth. I know what you mean. Though. But but you know the you could make a very simplified, very small, very easy concept. Look at Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. You could make that game. And two guys made Super Meat Boy. Two people made Super Meat Boy. And it's just an awesome, nearly flawless experience, right? That is released on XBLA and is wildly popular. But right? there's, there's various things about those games that are very um, similar, if yep. you'll notice. Uh, yep. They're usually 2D. They're usually you know they use more artistic style graphics because they can't do the realistic they can't spend the money to do 3d realism and things like that which a lot of people it's that's part of the indie game experience in a lot of ways is usually a 2d experience or a simplified experience minecraft obviously has very simple graphics absolutely it is 3d uh and so in that way it doesn't look like a polished new game you know right that that it kind of breaks the the mold and puts us where we are today, which is in this point of crisis. Right. What is this Minecraft? Is it really just an idea that was very successful, or is it right. an implementation that's successful? Is it a community that's successful? And I'll be honest with you, I don't really know the answer to that either. But I know a lot of companies are asking themselves that question because what? I mean, Minecraft generated something like twenty million dollars last year because they need to make money. And the, the funny thing is, is that I think it was Ben Kuchera at Penny Arcade who came out with an article not too long ago, basically saying, calling out, saying Minecraft could not have happened through any of the major console manufacturers. It just no, it could not. It, it couldn't would, have happened. And, and for for various reasons, it's a very good article. You should just like Google that. But it was completely it, agree. It, it, it was a very interesting point. Here you have a game that surpassed a hundred million dollars worth of sales. Yep. And literally out of a guy in his spare time working in Java. That's insane. Right. And, it is and, insane. Yeah. And if he actually went out and set to do that through a console, through a major manufacturer or publisher, 
wouldn't have happened. Never in a million years, and be, and for for many 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 different reasons. So you know, and, and Mr. Scrambles has that right on, on the target. It's not the same overproduced crap content that people keep. Well, I don't think that's why. I think that's a factor. I think, I think it's, it's a huge fa factor. I think it's a fact. I, I don't think it's why. I think I think the, Minecraft represents the kind of catching lightning in a bottle that comes around once. Yes. You know, every ten years. It's not well. You know, it comes around now, once every ten years because of the system that's in place. I would say. Bingo. I, I think that's probably true. I think at the end of the day, video companies, video game companies, trying to capture that lightning and that same lightning in a bottle are going to be very, very disappointed. But in the meantime, you have companies like, for example, Irrational Games, who is about to release Bioshock Infinite, who ha worked on, who missed deadlines, who canceled features, who's done all these incredible you know, otherwise known as complete suicide for games. And I'll bet you Infinite does very, very well because it really appeals very strongly to core gamers instead of the 65-year-olds that bought a Wii that could care less about a Wii U, right? Now, Pector's point of view is that those 65-year-olds aren't, aren't buying a Wii U even though they bought a Wii because now they have Angry Birds, I would say what he his his attitude needs a little bit of an adjustment there, because it's not. I don't think it has anything to do with the iPhone. It has very little to do with the mobile gaming platform. It's not either or. I don't think. I completely. They're not mutually exclusive at all. I think it happens to be because the Wii. Let's just say it. It was kind of a fad. But it was very successful. A very successful fad, but a fad nonetheless. It was and novel. the Wii U. Attempts to capitalize on that fad in 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 a new way, mm -hmm. and has thus far, not permanently, but thus far, failed to do so. And I don't see any kind of compelling reason that a 65 year old would buy a Wii U. I just don't see it. True. Why a 65 year old would buy a Wii? I could give you a, a, a list of reasons why. Here's a secondary thing, and I saw. Uh... <sighs> yes, can't remember his name. Uh, regardless, someone at Kotaku recently had written an article about the, the RPG guy at Kotaku. Um, basically, it said that the 3DS was born of a fad. 3D gaming that no one gives yep. a crap now. No. But despite that, it's become a very strong system based on the strength of its games. Absolutely. And a big part of that is it doesn't take as much to develop for as That's right. consoles. That's right. You know, people can make chance, take chances on it, and it's you can have a, a very, smaller team of developers. Yeah, you can it's have a smaller a very team of developers to develop the same kind of game. Yeah, and I think that's another reason why Steam can be very it has been very successful, um, because it's you know a PC game, it's a PC. It's it's that's what you develop for. It's nothing mysterious about that. You don't need to get a particular dev kit or anything like that to that's right. make a computer game and put up on scene to the moon which i already described was made from rpg maker yes what that's ridiculous yeah, that's we've played with that we played that with over a decade ago and absolutely and now it's a it's a successful independent game i mean which is just crazy which is awesome but yeah it is it's craziness anyway but yeah but i think you know i d d let's get let's get more to the point here does that mean are we seeing the end of video games as we know it? Are we seeing an evolution in video games? What are we seeing? I let's think just, well, we're, we're definitely seeing the end of video games as we know it because 
all these companies are going out of business. I think this next console generation is going to be very informative. I don't think it's going to be nearly as successful for anybody as it was, its last one was. I think the real question is, is it going to be a, a, a bang or a whimper? Are we going to just keep seeing, are, are we going to see like Sony come out, get out of the game or Nintendo say, hey, we're just going mobile or, you know, portables only or something like that? Or is it going to be more of a gentle evolution like you were saying? So far, yeah. it's been a bang this year, but. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. I think what we're seeing is a natural evolution of the gaming process. What I think we're seeing is the death of the video game model that became very popular in the generation of the PS1 in the late 90s, which was that, mm. oh, hey, video games are just like movies. You can just create a bunch of crap generated over and over and over again, the same kind of schlock, and people will buy it and it will be amazingly popular. I think the film industry is having a tough time with that right now, just as much as the video game industry is. Mm -hmm. It's the death of that model of video games. But I think inevitably this is going to be very, very, very good because it's going to focus in. It's going to hone in on. It's going to, it's going to really focus on the best of the best, the things that should be celebrated, the games that make a difference, the technology and the experience that makes a difference. Maybe it is the PS4. Maybe it is the, the next Xbox. Maybe it's neither of those things, and it's a Steam box that does nothing but give you a very controlled, um, or I'm sorry, a very uncontrolled, very open environment within which to play your games. I don't know. But I do know that we're, I think we are seeing the death to the video game model that all of us grew up in. Yes. No love and spent all our money in. Yes. Yeah. And we're moving into a very different evolution and a different world for video games. Is that a, is that a good? That's a good. Okay, that's a I good agree. explanation. And and, and and during that during that summation, we had several people. By the way, goodbye, Daria. Thank you for sticking around. Um, yeah. People were putting up some really good questions, kind of about that final point. And instead of addressing them here, I would say everyone should probably PM you with those questions. And you know how they can do that? They can actually click, click on my name, which appears. Just like that. Right there. All you have to do is right-click my name, click PM in the upper right-hand corner. You'll find it. You just right-click my name, click PM, and then send me your question. Because now we're moving into the question and answer part of the show. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got lots of qu There are so many freaking questions already. I mean, this is just going to be. It's going to be disaster. It's going to be a disaster. What? Uh, um so Kaz the Gamer Guy asks, with so many developers closing their doors, are there any studios you have a pessimistic view on their particular future? So are you, are you worried about any of the big name studios out there? Well, big name or just because someone oh. mentioned Silicon Knights earlier and I'm really surprised they aren't out of business. Yeah, Silicon Knights is Silicon Knights. Talk to me about Squeenix. Talk ah. to me about Capcom. Talk to me about Activision. Talk to me about whatever, right? Well, like we said, well, I mean, Squeenix. The the interesting thing about them is that Final Fantasy is seen as kind of universally sluggishly, morbidly dying, dead. <laughs> A lot of adjectives. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Those are <laughs> those are all of the things I can think to describe it. Meanwhile, Dragon Quest is doing pretty well. Okay, granted, Dragon Quest Ten is doing eh, in Japan, but it is an MMORPG. I don't know why they keep throwing MMORPGs at their random. 
whatever. Maybe it makes some money. But uh, up until then, I mean, Dragon Quest Eight and Nine were some of the biggest ones they've done, including outside Japan. Uh, yep. Dragon Quest Nine was actually pretty successful everywhere. So yep. that of the two main things that Square Enix does, the two main franchises, one's kind of dying, one's pretty still robust. And then they have, but they've bought other things like the Tomb Raider and other and stuff like that. So I don't think they're going yeah. anywhere anytime soon. I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon either. I think, I don't think any of the big, the bigger developers probably have much to worry about in terms of going away in a year or so. I think there's going to be a big shakeup. You know, you've recently seen Capcom talk about the fact that they created way too many Resident Evils in way too short of a time. Um, that's only a good thing for the industry. You know, there needs to be some reckoning there, folks. There needs to be fewer games. And I think you're going to see some of those developers go through that. Um, THQ might not have been a huge loss, which was said before. But at the same time, you know, it's substantial. It's a big-time developer. It used to be one of the largest, if not the largest, producer mm -hmm. of video game content in the world. And now they're, they're gone. So I think, you know, it's a wake-up call. That, that, that's what all this really, really signifies. Mm. Flashia asks, any popular slash classic movies that you haven't ever seen or you've technically seen but might as well haven't? Sorry, ask the second part of that last question again. So any popular slash, you know, uh, um, I uh, guess. Classic movies? Yeah, classic, classic geek movies that you haven't oh, they, seen. Oh, they have to be geek movies. Well, I mean, he didn't specify that, but I, I, I specified that because, because the examples that came after it were things like Lord of the Rings or Ghostbusters or things like that. So I, I assumed. I know there's stuff, but that doesn't pop up in my head. You know, <clears throat> randomly, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Blame Society Films on YouTube, who does beer and board games, as I've shown. I think I've shown you that before. Okay. They're known best known for Chad Vader, which is unfortunate because I think it's their least good thing but um they also do a couple other things like beer and board games where people get drunk and play board games which right. is hilarious and they also do a thing called uh welcome to the basement which is just two guys that sit and they watch a movie that they hadn't seen before and they kind of react to it and it's like yep. real film criticism you know right and i think I th that's just what that reminds me of because they've watched several like kind of classic movies that i've never seen before and right like, like for example for valentine's day they just did love story from oh, 1970 wow. Which I've never oh seen. Oh my gosh. Why would I ever see that? But it was funny. It, it was very interesting to see what it was all about. <sighs> yeah, having that's said a, all that. Yeah, go ahead. Having said all that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um, Willow. I've never seen Willow. Never seen Willow? I've never seen Willow. I've never seen The Dark Crystal. I've seen Willow. You haven't seen The Dark Crystal? What the hell's wrong I've with you? I've seen tiny bits um, of it. Never seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Stop I, lying. I fell asleep every time I've what, tried. What the hell is wrong with but you? But I feel like I've seen it because I could probably quote the whole movie to you because everyone in the world has has quoted it. I, I can't, I can't believe thing. you admitted that in front of the entire internet. You are <laughs> less of a person in my eyes now. That is unbelievable. You knew that. And of course I've seen Labyrinth because Jennifer Connelly is Connelly. God, the I best thing so ever. Especially God. growing up. Yes. Why? Why won't she just? She might be my first crush. Just give it all up and just marry me. Can't she see we were meant for each other? Can't she see that? <laughs> I mean, I just. 
you just you just try to work your life and you're just trying to show her that you can take care of her and she just won't um i you know i don't i really don't have any of those movies i i, I don't you've seen every movie no i haven't seen every movie um there are not many movies i haven't seen that are classics though Quick, someone's randomly put out classic movies, and the first one that Commodore has not seen, you win a kiss. Yeah, there you go. That's good. I'll, I'll do that. I, I don't know. I, I just, You've seen all the Star Trek movies. You've seen all the Star Wars movies. I've seen all the Star Trek movies. I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Citi- I haven't seen Citizen Indiana Kane. Jones. I do want to see Citizen Kane. Back to the Futures. I haven't seen Citizen Kane. I haven't seen Citizen Kane. I've seen I've seen the important parts. I, I have, unfortunately, seen Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> I have unfortunately seen War Games. Um, I have seen Casablanca, and it is yeah. very good. Seen Casablanca, it's a great movie. All right, we're moving on. We're moving uh, on. Clockwork. Who, who is the beer ninja? Asked who is more badass fighting in a suit, Daniel Craig or Jason Statham? Awesome question. Mm. I just saw Skyfall, by the way, the other day. Let the sky fall. It was good. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. It was that was really good. My, Not my- the best. Well, I think my expectations were pumped up, unfortunately. It'll probably feel better about it after time, but I didn't yeah. think it was very good. It's better than Quantum of Solace, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, so your answer is... Wow, that is hard. It is a really tough question. Oh, uh, I feel bad I might have to go with Jason Statham. Over Bond. <sighs> Sorry. You know, well, no, I, 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 my tendency is probably to agree with you. I think Jason Statham kicks ass in a suit. Um, mm-hmm. But Daniel Craig did lose teeth and break his jaw. Didn't he break his jaw while he was filming uh, Casino Royale? I think he broke did his he? jaw. I haven't heard that. Yeah. He had like all his teeth replaced. It was like really, really awful because the violence was so realistic. I'm going to go with him just because of that movie. That's funny because I don't even really like Jason Statham movies, but. No. He's pretty bad. Well. There's been a couple good ones. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, whatever. It, it, it is what it is. All right. Let's talk about, um, let's see what we got here. Insert clever name. Uh, I, I always, right? That, he asks, will we ever see another Chrono game? I got to think so. I got to think eventually Squeenix is going to say, hey, you know that that really popular property we have that everyone seems to remember fondly? That everybody loves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do something with that instead of crushing all these fan, fan games that keep popping up. Right. I gotta yeah. think so. At some point, it might be twenty years from now, but yeah, my 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 advice: don't hold your breath on that one. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think it's going to be soon. But the question isn't soon; it's will we ever see it? I think we will see one again. So I agree with Rue. I just don't think it's going to be anytime soon, and. I think there could be a, it could be very, very scary what does come next. So you got to be careful what you wish for, right? We've all wished for somebody, yeah. they redo Chrono Trigger. Oh, We've all Chrono wished Cross. for they'd redo, you know, even Chrono Cross. I agree. Yeah. We've all wished the they'd redo, yeah, or Final Fantasy VI or those kinds of things. But I think you got to be careful what you wish for at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, if it sucks, and everybody hates it, then I think, you know, will we really have ever wanted to see it remade? I don't think so. No, I think, I think Bear Ninja is right. We need a Chrono Trigger first-person shooter. 
Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. That that, that really sums up my feelings in, you know. Here's all hey. I need all I need to say is that if they do make another chrono game, time travel, please. Thank you. Yeah. Good chrono chrono would imply. Um, no two dimension travel. hopping, no like fifty seven different characters with like minuscule backstories you don't give a crap about. Yes. Come on. Come on. Anyway. Um this is this is a great question. Jofo, going off your weekly ringer from this week, which you should all watch. Um, regarding Chrono Trigger, what do you think are other great examples of gateway RPGs? And for those of you that haven't watched the the Weekly Ringer, I explained this week how Chrono Trigger is a gateway RPG, which was actually a um, came from one of our wonderful commenters. The idea that you had a game that was very very easy to put in front of people, so that then they would get into RPGs and then they would be able to, you know, they would want to play other RPGs, for example. What do you think? Are there other gateway RPGs? Mm-hmm. Certainly. What do you think? Is it Mystic Quest for SNES? No. I mean, kind of, but it's too simplistic. It's too simplistic. Super Mario RPG? That actually, I've heard that from many people. That's a good gateway RPG. That's like the first RPG they ever played. Right. Um, I was thinking about Earthbound. I don't know. I don't Earthbound, know. I think, could be. It could be. I don't like Earthbound, but I think it, I think it could be a good gateway. The problem with Earthbound, and I'm I'm just going to say this, it is rife with Japanese cultural references in terms of its no, not culture. I, I said that wrong. It's rife with Japanese culture, which can be off-putting for gamers that have never experienced that before. It's Chrono Trigger it's doesn't have a lot of those influences. No, um, a lot of people are saying like the Mario and Luigi games, which are essentially like super mario rpg they're they're spiritual successors so let's just say that whole entire series is probably really good for gateway agreed rpg i wouldn't say i don't think i'd say any final fantasy um or drag well no or dragon quest uh yeah i'll go with that yeah i i i agree with all those um diablo i would not say well, I think if you're talking that, about a gateway, yeah, if you're talking about a gateway RPG in general or a gateway JRPG, we're probably talking about two different things. Yeah, I'm right? thinking like a general. When I hear RPG by itself, I generally think of like a console Japanese RPG. So me too, me too. It, it, but if you're looking to way into no, RPGs in general, like I think Skyrim is an awesome example. You can play Skyrim with absolutely zero complexity if you wanted to. If you wanted to just sit and like kill stuff, you could do that without caring about the numbers, without caring about equipping the right stuff. You could just have fun with it, and it, it, it is fun to play otherwise. Anyway, Jay-Z Ness asks, do either of you plan on buying a PS4 or an Xbox 720 Durango, blah, blah, blah? Both, neither, just one, this holiday season. Probably not this holiday season, but I'm sure at some point I'll get one of them. That seems to be because, I don't know, like the Xbox 360 and the PS3 were so similar that I only got one, you know, yep. uh, because they really do have a lot of cross on there. What games are available? Of course, I chose poorly when Nino Kuni came out and I only have a 360, damn it. But anyway, right. Um, <laughs> I don't Oops. know. I'm, I, I'll, I'll probably get one eventually, probably not right out the gate, but eventually. And I'll have to wait and see which one is worthwhile. It's really too early to say which one that I would pick. I agree. I think it's too early to tell. 
uh, especially because we don't know, know absolutely nothing about the Xbox 720 or whatever it's going to be called now. Um, oh, Sonic Chronicles. Will I be buying one this holiday season? I can almost guarantee I will not be buying one this, this holiday season. If one presents a very compelling reason why I should, then I will. But my the, the odds are hurt because of the fact that I have owned a 360 for a long, long time, but I bought a brand new one because my old one got roasted. And so I bought a brand new one only about six months ago. So... I, you'd have to make a really good case for why I would need another game console at this point because I just, you know, I just bought one. Because your life is empty. Because my life is empty, okay. and I I have nothing else to do with my life. Sonic Rose asks, my question is this: What is the best game you played in 2012? What is and the what is deal? And what is the worst? Ooh. Wow, I'm reaching back now. Yeah, I know. Me too. I got to think about what I played in 2012. I feel we answered this during our uh, New Year's. Yeah, we did. You should, you should probably, totally go back and watch the New Year's episode. Yeah, I'm probably gonna. I'm probably going to uh, answer completely differently now. I know that's that's terrible. That's why I hate that. Um, wait, what did I play? Don't yawn. People don't like sorry, yawning. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I'm thinking. I you know I'm gonna say the brain. best game I played in 2012. I would I would still say Skyrim, even though I know it came out in 2011. I played it mostly in 2012. I really, really, really enjoyed that game. It was great. As far as worst game, my God. How many games have I downloaded for Android that I thought were absolutely terrible? Oh, God. Um, uh, yeah, I would have to be one There are too many to count. I, um, hmm. I'll give a, little, a small list of ones I enjoyed. I really enjoyed uh, Feet Rhythm or whatever Final Fantasy. I know yep. it's not the best I've played. I just really enjoy rhythm games and Final Fantasy music. Um, right. I really enjoyed To the Moon. That came out, I think, in 2010. But regardless, I recently played it. And I know it's 2013. Shut up. Yeah, um, that's okay. Look, they're, they're giving Grammys to, like, albums that came out in 2009. So that's just true. Yeah. Um, uh, Civilization V, Gods and Kings, came out last year. I enjoyed that. That was the expansion. Um, I think Diablo three is kind of a, is kind of an upset. Really, um, you know, I, I I expected it to be amazing, and and they really have kind of nerfed it and made it difficult to play. Um, so I'd say that's a disappointment. It, it was going to be on my on my list of best, and then when I played the demo, and then I got it, and I just yeah. Uh, man, there was one more. Oh, uh, the Walking Dead game, uh, the uh, from Telltale, the adventure game. Telltale is just awesome in general. They are kicking ass and taking names. And they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I, I just recently got that Walking Dead game, and I've started it, and I'm very impressed by it. It's good stuff. I it's really, good stuff. I really enjoyed the Back to the Future game, mostly because uh, uh, Back to the Future, and so I, I really I thought that the polish was great on it. The game itself was mediocre, but the polish yeah. made it bumped up in my eyes. But the Walking Dead game seemed very solid top to bottom. So I'm looking forward to going forward with that. And the fact that that's received some Game of the Year awards tells me something. So. Oh, and I think well-deserved mm -hmm. uh, from what I've seen. I don't own it, but well-deserved from what I've seen on it. All right. Uh, NightwolfXY asked a just, just a sea of questions here. There's no possible way we could get to all of them. But I'm going to go to my favorite, forest. which is... 
Um, oh, wow. He actually asked the same question I asked in this week's Weekly Ringer. So, of course, I'm not going to ask that. I'm not going to answer that because Cheater. you're going to have to watch the Weekly Ringer to get my answer on that. Um, maybe you did that on purpose. I don't know. In any case, uh, you should rapid fire them all, Beer Ninja says. No, this is, yeah, it, this is way, they're are, way are they more like that. existential questions. About Here's the one. Universe? Is plastic music gaming dead? Plastic music gaming? Yeah, as in rock band. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's officially the case now that rock band's not releasing weekly content anymore. Yes. As of April. I'm sorry. Yes. So as of April, it will be dead. It's like plastic. What the hell is plastic music? Anyway. Yeah, you just, you, you played. You know, Yoko Ono and or John John Lennon and the Plastic Ono band songs forever. You can be my Yoko Ono. I don't want to be your Yoko Ono. You can follow me where By the way, she just turned eighty. I, I don't know. Is, is that cre- is that creepy to anybody? She turned eighty. Not seventy. She turned eighty. Anyway. Um things that make you feel old. Hashtag. All right, let's see. I like that the uh, fact that there's someone called Commodore as a god in the chat. <laughs> I just want to say that. Um. All right, Mr. Andy Creighton asks. There's two questions here. Have you ever have you seen any of the flack that the game chasers have been getting since they started accepting donations? Sub question: Do you think this is justified? I've seen. I've been very busy lately outside of the internet world, but I've seen some of it. And uh, that's a whole. It's a whole big question for people who aren't familiar which i'm sure commodore isn't um especially is uh just accepting donation like internet people accepting donations and things like that it, basically it's that it's that um, exactly i mean let's it, talk about that let's people, talk about donations in general donations some people term e-begging things like that i don't i mean i i personally have no problem with it if people want to do that we don't do that but no this, it, it, you know what is, if you, if you know. people want to give their money to stuff it's their choice, right? Exactly. They're not, they're not they're taking money from people, right? Yeah, that, that's that's the way I see it. I mean, as long as there's no false pretense, which there's not. It's like no. it's like the, when people donate to the angry video game nerd movie and he raises hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Good on him. He can make a movie now for no risk on his own part, really. Not no real Absolutely. risk, except for time. Absolutely. Um, and if people enjoy his stuff enough to want to donate and not really get much of anything physical in return, then that's, that's their prerogative. So completely agree. I think there are several times that we have asked the question of when to kind of flip the switch on certain things that could generate revenue for us specifically. And, you know, we will continue to do that. Um, you know, during, during the marathon, for example, several people asked about getting clan of the gray wolf t-shirts and, you know, I mean, that's a great idea. We had that for a while. Um, you know, it, we're probably at a point where we could do that and, and I wouldn't feel bad about it, right? So, uh, you know, it, it, that's different than asking people for money. It's more like, here, here's something that, that makes you a part of the community. Um, you know, I don't think that, that you know, if, if you don't offer anything for that, you know, I mean, like, for example, if I donate to, like, public radio, I become a member and I get their newsletter and all that kind of stuff, right? Sure. Um, you know, you buy a T-shirt from us or something, you get a T-shirt, you walk around with the community, and hopefully we bump into you at Paxi's and give you a high five. <laughs> um, something like that, right? And so, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think I don't, I don't think it's good to beg for money, especially if you don't have an audience. 
But people that have an audience, why not? You know, I mean, uh, if people want to donate their money, they can donate to whatever they want to. <laughs> I also like the fact that someone has a name that says, Rue, turn it up, please, asking me to turn up my microphone. Turn that, it up. That's how you get turn it, it up. All right, Akira VGA. Who wait, wait. Oh, I love, you know, I love Akira, but before we even get to that. Yeah. Am I louder? Am I louder? Am I, am I louder? Am I, am I louder? No. You're so loud. Maybe now. Anyway. I'm going on. I'm moving on. Akira VGA, <laughs> who always asks amazing questions. From VideoGameAuctions.com. What would you want to see in the future of RTS, real-time strategy? Oh, man. There's, there's some great questions coming in, guys. It's you guys are kicking ass today. It has been a while since I've actually played an RTS. Um, um, there have been some good RTS games that have come out. Here's what I'm... I, I'm waiting for the next uh, Command & Conquer to see what comes from that series because I think they've really started to make nods back toward the traditional Red Alert, which is, uh, let's face it, that and Warcraft were the games that got me into RTS. Yes. Dota is more popular than it's ever been ever which is really RTS. Um, what do I want to see from it? I would like to see more innovative controls. That's what I'd like to see. And when I say innovative, I mean intuitive. I, I would like to see Maybe something. Wii U? Yeah. Exactly. There you go. I love the idea of using the Wii U controller in innovative and intuitive ways to control RTS. I think it's perfectly made for it. I think all somebody's got to do is embrace that technology. And if somebody does that, I think it's going to be amazing. What he said. But normally I don't like to uh, interject with questions from the chat, but there are some awesome ones, such as yep. Poo4, who asks, what does my T-shirt say? And it says, wonk, wonk. Wonk, wonk. Fans of Doctor Who and... Uh, Take that. And, and, uh, and, and Back to the Future should get that. That's all I'm going to say. If you're not, if you don't get it, you're not in the club, and you're not cool enough to ride the ride, the ride the rue. <laughs> that made absolutely no sense. Moving on, wait, wait. Nori. No, no, wait. there's another question I wanted to answer because I don't know if you're going to get it, and I thought it was pretty funny. Had, had, did you see Pat the NES punk on Pawn Stars recently, Commodore? No, I didn't. Okay. I don't DVR Pawn Stars. You don't? Why not? Mm. It's a good show. It's like the best show on history, but that's terrible. <sighs> yes. But, uh, th no, it was actually pretty funny because he went on to uh, sell his uh, NWC cards, uh, Nintendo World Championship cards. It was pretty, pretty nice. funny to see. Did you make a deal? No, but I didn't expect that to happen. Kenori asks, what is your and Rue's opinion on the Legacy of Kane series, and would you like to see it return? I cannot speak to that. Okay, hold on a second. Goodbye. Oh, no, I, I cleaned up my... That's, oh, wait, what, that's why you should never clean here. up. Got to got dig in the old, got to dig back into the old uh, closet here. I was just looking at this the other day. Oh, more crap. And now I shall play for you the Commodore waiting song. Aha! Don't do that. Nobody wants to hear it. And he's back. Legacy of Kane. I just pulled this thing out because I was looking interestingly at um, trying to see how I could play this again because it was actually a lot of fun. 
uh, I guess you guys can see my horribly cracked case as well. I really like the Legacy of Kane series. You know, I, obviously I have the original for PlayStation, which in my estimation was the best and, and was the most fun and very original. Um, I really enjoyed this. This took the, 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 the concept of, it took a couple different concepts and really molded them into one. It took that, the, the kind of Tomb Raider, you know, third-person perspective that the PlayStation became known for um, in the 32-bit era and combined it with the, uh, with the kind of idea of, you know, the kind of link to the past. Every single uh, location you go to has really a couple of different iterations in one world or the other. And it, it really made for some really awesome gameplay, and I really enjoyed it. So um, I would love to see a new Legacy of Kane game. I would love to see one focus on Raziel, and I would love to see, you know, uh, what, what um, well, now it's got to be a Squeenix property. It's, it's owned by Square Enix, what they would do with it. Now that they're relaunching Tomb Raider, why wouldn't they relaunch uh, Legacy of Kane? I don't see any reason why, why they wouldn't. You know what I say to that? What? No, you song and no one wants to hear that all right um let's see i used to know how to play the dragon zord song on this it's like crap sky's human asks dj abrams is directing star wars 7 your thoughts it's good i think it's fantastic i think the most unfair comment that's also hilariously probably accurate is that well he's already directed one star wars movie movie recently might as well do another Here's a here's a question from Trevor that you I know for a fact you cannot answer. Me or you? You. I can answer. You can't answer it. Okay. Can a European swallow carry a coconut? Next. Uh Uh, what is Black Knight with no arms or legs? Is Jeopardy. Vulcan Assassin asks if there was one game studio you could bring back, what would it be? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, Quintet. Makers of Quint- Actraiser. It's a good one. And uh, Illusion of Gaia and Terranigma and Ugh. Robotrek. All that good stuff. And all good stuff. No all one knows stuff. what happened to them. It's weird. Anyway. Um, Square Soft. Nice. Square. <laughs> very, very well played. I, I would probably go... <laughs> a lot of people are saying Hudson Soft, which is also a very good one. Hudson Soft is a very good one. And my body is always ready. I just thought I'd throw that out there. No. I would say probably. So many of these, these, these uh, uh, studios have been kind of picked up and moved on. I would like to see, you know, I, I know that this company still exists, but I'm going to pretend that it doesn't because it doesn't exist in any of its old forms. I would love to see the old Tim Schafer mm. LucasArts. You know, LucasArts back then Is double was fine not doing it for you. No, it's just not. But I, but that's I, but I don't just mean the adventure game part of it. Adventure gaming was a big part of LucasArts, no question. But what LucasArts was doing at that moment with adventure gaming, with the Star, with the X War X. X-Wing, TIE Fighter series, 
just all these things happening at once. They were doing such amazing things in video, in video gaming at that point. I think that was just amazing. Yes, it still exists, but not really. <laughs> Full throttle. It's like the way Atari works now. Like, I mean, Atari's still around, but is it really still around? No. Rip Burger, you're dumber than dirt. Rip Burger, you're dumber than dirt. <laughs> so says the wise Mark Hamill. Yes. Um. Ooh, Doctor Who questions. If you don't hurry up, I'm going to start answering Doctor Who questions. No, don't do that. <laughs> okay, would, okay, Derek Fiddle right. asks, would you agree that the internet is in part responsible yes. for yes. the death of gaming? As we know it. I would sure it's at least partially responsible. Just because the internet has a huge impact on everything, basically. If the internet isn't what it is, then Minecraft never would have happened. If Minecraft never happens, then our entire argument about the death of video gaming is null and void. So yes, it has a tremendous amount to do with it. The Smurf 89 asked, the PS Vita is doing terrible. However, I do own one and it's actually really a great piece of hardware. Sony's confidence today didn't do anything to help it. Would you salvage the Vita? Would you? Would you? Or salvage? how would you? No, would you? No. In other words, would you invest in the future of a mobile <clears throat> platform that is Vita-esque from Sony. You're the head of Sony. You take over for Kaz Harai. No. I think I think the game comp game published Yeah, the game publishers are giving up on it. So yeah. I, I completely agree. Um at the end of the day, let me tell you something. That ship has sailed it long gone. Sony <laughs> needs to get out of that business and say goodbye because it's it's game over. Unless they completely reinvent themselves, which the PSV is not a reinvention. Mm -mm. It is a recycling. Right. If it's a reinvention, I'm willing. The recycling, I'm not. It is a nice piece of hardware. I will definitely grant that. But This is going to be an easy one. Jax Mandrake asks, since movies got brought up earlier, did you ever get into Mystery Science Theater 3000? Absolutely not. Neither of us have ever watched a single episode. I never heard of it. When is Nintendo going to make another AAA IP? Asks, why... N-A-U-T. Why not? When is Nintendo going to make another AAA IP? Probably when... Well, you mean like a new IP. I think that's what trip, uh, Why Not is asking. Like a new... Well, let me ask you this. What was the last one that they made? Pikmin? That was the first one that popped in my mind, but is that true? Animal Crossing? Animal, come on! Oh, come on! Nah, you know nah. it. You know it's super possible or super pop super popular. popular. Um, Jeez, oh, Pete, what the heck? Um... <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles. I don't think Xenoblade Chronicles counts as a as a as a brand yet, and it's also that's just published by Nintendo. It's not created by Nintendo, right? I forget who did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here wishing I had Nino Cooney and I have Xenoblade Chronicles and Last Story sitting right here waiting to be played. Cryware. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My guess on. is not anytime soon. Yeah, my guess is not anytime soon either. Yeah. Look, if you're Nintendo, especially at this point with the dramatic uncertainty of your future, the last thing you want to be doing is investing into a brand new character that nobody knows anything about. Oh, that's right. Monolith is owned by Nintendo now. Which night? 
Ask another easy question to answer. Will we ever get the pleasure of hearing more Majestic Adventures of the Commodore's epic journal tales? Pretty please? We kind no. of finished them, didn't you? Yeah, we finished them. I mean, there are no more. I, I could read you more original stories that I've written since I actually learned how to write, but that that's, didn't seem to excite anybody. That's not nearly exciting. But it's but it's good. It's very good writing, I, I think. I don't even believe Matches that. Matches 383. Do you think that now that Disney owns Star Wars that maybe they will have they'll make Battlefront 3? God, I hope so. That is part of the magic of Lucasfilm that I'm ta- or LucasArts that I'm talking about. I would love to see them make those kinds of games again and get out there and do something cool. So I hope so. I really do. Your thoughts on Battlefront? I that's a giant guess. Disney's doing interesting things with the Star Wars property now it seems, but like who who would have guessed that uh, a year ago who would have guessed if there was an announcement of three more Star Wars movies that people might actually be somewhat excited to hear about it. Agreed. Yep. So, Mr. Scrambles, how long do you think it will take before the new Xbox and PS4 are hacked and turned into machines just for porn? Answer. Two days. An hour. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, Let's see. More optimistic. Here's a great question from Insert Clever Name. I'm guessing this is this is um, Insert Clever username from the website which we love you. What will happen to good old, note the sarcasm, GameStop? Oh, excuse me. Well, I've kind Why of are killed... you yawning? I you don't need know. need a cup of coffee for the freaking week to go <laughs> screen live here? What's going on? I think I do. Um, I just can't stop yawning. Um, no, it's... Well, they've kind of killed all their competition in, as, in terms of big boys, so I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon, necessarily. Oh, I think you're just totally wrong. It, it did. Are you sure? Get away. Get really? away. I, it is. So let me ask you this. Is Blockbuster dead? Shut up. No, are, no I'm, asking you, I'm asking you a question. Do you consider Blockbuster to be dead? Essentially, yes. Okay. Well, Blockbuster still exists. <sighs> But they exist as a former shell of their. Uh, they are a, they are a shell of their former selves. What I'm yeah, but to... the thing is that Blockbuster rents games, or Blockbuster rents things, and GameStop sells them. I'm just saying. Well, I yes. I, I think as long uh, for the foreseeable future, there will be a require there will be a need for a brick and mortar game location, game store location, and pretty much that's GameStop now, unless you have something local in your area. See, so, I don't know. I'm I'm. I'm missing that, especially if these new consoles don't play used games. I just think the death knell for that has been sounded. What's going to happen is we're all going to join an online cloud. I'm not saying this is a PlayStation cloud, but a cloud of games where you say, just like you do with iTunes, I want to play that game and I want to play it now on this system and it does it. And that's that. All right. All right. And And it's sooner rather than later, man. Just get on. Get on board. What is stopping you from playing Chrono Trigger, the original for Super Nintendo, on any system over your current internet connection? Absolutely nothing except someone that's come up with that idea. That's it. You should make a million dollars. Just saying. No, I couldn't because it's owned by Nintendo, so it'll never happen. Oh, yeah. Well, it's owned by Screenix. But anyway. But licensed by Nintendo. But you know what I mean. Yes. I think we should rapid fire some questions here. Rapid fire. Steambox. It's indie game searchlight. Steambox, a system dedicated to Steam. Thoughts? Excited? Indifferent? Indifferent. Eh. Excited. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Q. 
Keep going, keep hey, going. You said, you said rapid fire, right? I know, keep going. Uh, the Onion Knight. Excited for Dragon Quest Seven on the 3DS? Yes, very. No, not at all. Damn it. Clazeric. We'll we're going to get together what on one of these. What video game series would you like to see make a comeback that has been dormant or stopped for any reason? Actraiser. Uh, dude, that's a that's too good. That's too good of a pick. <laughs> God, you just you just punched me in the stomach with how good that pick is. I was ready because I was thinking about seventh Quintet. guest. Oh, hey, well, okay, that's more of a puzzle game, but and I was gonna say adventure games are making a comeback. So, dude, I'm all over that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Telltale Gaming, for bringing it back. Um, Swizzlet, what's your ask? What's your opinion on banning secondhand video game sales? No one's banning secondhand video game sales, so stop thinking about that. That's stupid. Next. Is no one? No one's talking about banning secondhand video game sales. Is there, it's like Norway doing that or something? No, no one's doing that. I'm just, just making sure. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Don't, guys, listen. Don't be reactionists, right? Shut up. If you go to a video game, we're going to go to PAX East. You know what's going to be there? Games. A lot of old video games that you can buy and play. Don't be reactionists, folks. Don't play into the game. All right. Don't hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Nice. Um, Sonic Rose asks, which video game, video game character would you like to be? All of them. That's not, a, that's not valid. Come on. Give the people um, what they want. Pick one. Why? And if you don't, I'll pick for you. Can I pick one for you and you pick one for me? Would that be exciting? Yeah, let's do that. All right, I'm going to pick one. Okay. Yours is Locke from Final Fantasy VI. That's what I was going to say. You... Oh, shit. Well, then you, you got nothing for me, then. I, I am Sherlock Holmes. Good night. <laughs> you are the red-haired chick from Guitar Hero 2. Yes! That was exactly what I was thinking. I knew it. Perfect. All right. Well, with that, I think we can probably wrap up the old program here. Uh, I do have a lot of more questions, but it's okay. If you didn't have your question answered tonight, it doesn't matter. We're going to be back in just a matter of a few weeks. Rube, tell the folks when they can see us again. Well, that should be in two weeks on March 6th. Because we broadcast. On the first and third Wednesday of every month. Unless Except for when we don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So good. That's when you can see us. That's what we're going to be doing. Um, it's, it's, you know, folks, we like doing this show. It's fun. I'm glad you've been a part of it. Mm -hmm. If you didn't have your question answered and you're frustrated, feel free to email us. Feel free to get on the site and private message us. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. The Twits. The Twits. Which, so you, you, which, you, you which are. we'll be updating. Yeah. I am at It's the Commodore. All one word. Currently, although this is probably going to be changing soon, I am at COTGW. That's, that's, that is definitely changing soon. That is. But in any case, follow us on Twitter. Yell at us. Let us know what's up. Tell us your thoughts. You got suggestions for the freaking show. You got suggestions for the freaking site. You got suggestions for the freaking freaking. Just let us know via those avenues, and we will definitely respond. Folks, it's been fun. For Rue and myself, who is the Commodore. Ding, ding. From the Clan of the Grey Wolf, have a great weekend, everybody. There is no reset button. But there's Linsanity. Boom!
Okay, quick, he's gone. All your Doctor Who questions now. Give them to me. I'll answer all of them. All. Quick, quick, hurry, hurry. Come on. More. More. I need... No, not DuckTales. Doctor Who. Come on, do it. I hate you. That's not a question. That is a statement. That is a declarative statement. Jeez. What? You people are failing me. Matt Smith, next. The, the hell is Doctor Who? He's It's a show from British land, and it's 50 years old. Next. Which would you regenerate into? D a girl. Uh, why does Doctor Who suck? Incorrect. Oh, God, he's he's back. He's got... Okay, a, is, this, a, is this show over yet or what? Nothing here. 